Welcome to the Our Celium Podcast. Join us as we explore spiritual non-dualism, psychedelics, relationships, healing, and the beautiful mystery of our shared human experience. So one chapter closes and another opens. We were, well, we took the bold step to move to Mexico uh, and we were there for a year. We've been back in Canada for about a month and we are moving to Costa Rica in two weeks. So I figured what better way to end a season of this podcast by reminiscing on what we went through in the last year, our, our biggest changes and what's next for us in this new chapter and this, in this next adventure. Yeah. So one year ago, when you and I decided to take the leap to move to Mexico, we had no idea what we were getting ourselves into. We didn't know what to expect. We didn't know the amount of growth that was about to transpire over the past year and how we would be sitting here right now planning to leave in two weeks to go to another country. And I think that the one thing that has really hit home for me is that the idea that I don't want adventure to be a minor part of my life. I want my entire life to be an adventure. And within that, one of the biggest lessons I learned was that I can never beat the discomfort. I can never get away from, you know, the the fear of stepping into the unknown. I think fear and discomfort are inevitable. And so the lesson was learn to, to lean into that. Learn that the discomfort is actually a sign that you're on the edge of something great, that growth and change are meant to be uncomfortable. And so I look ahead and I think, what is something that I not necessarily afraid of, but what is something that makes me feel uncomfortable? And I look for those little pockets of opportunity now, not as a, not as a threat, but as an opportunity to say, if this is uncomfortable, then it means that I'm stepping into potentially a new lesson, a new version of myself, a deeper understanding. Um, and, and that's kind of the lens that I approach life on. And I think that's part of the big reason that you and I decided to move to Costa Rica is to follow, follow the discomfort and lean into it. Yeah. It's funny you say that because I was trying to think if I was just as nervous or less nervous moving to Costa Rica as we were uprooting everything and moving to Mexico. And it, it is actually, and holds the same amount of nervousness, but I also have an understanding on what can happen on the other side and that leaving an adventure open-ended without a final physical material goal in mind can be rewarding and can be abundant within itself. So this wasn't just for a week and we could go back home. Like it wasn't a vacation. We actually decided to make this our new home. So any troubles we encountered, anything, we just had to learn to adapt to it. There was typhoons, the house flooded. There were some crazy critters in the house, tarantulas, spiders, scorpions, praying mantis. Like it was, it was a pretty wild ride, but we, we stayed, we stayed for the month, like the landlord said. And once we can overcome that, that hump, that 30 day hurdle. Then for the next five months, we actually added an extra month to make it seven months in total. That ended up being the most beautiful place we, we ever lived in. And the growth that happened there was just unbelievable, which was a shock. I thought to myself, so the happiest I can actually be down to my core is throwing myself headfirst into a situation with nothing but trust and growth to be encountered. Everything within this trusting of the process 
taking a bold step towards the universe just ended up having the universe take steps back towards us in return. We trusted and listened and the synchronicities became wild. We met a few very special couples in this random time and it was just the craziest timing to be honest. Like one of these couples we're now going to be moving with and living with for a couple months when we get to Costa Rica and just being able to create such a bond when two sets of people or more are on their own adventure and you meet up at that time in your life. It's a very powerful, very powerful thing. Yeah. And I want to just add something to what you were saying about us moving to Mexico is when we first got there, there was a full, you know, panic. And, but then I always have to come back to the fact of like, but there was a part of me that wanted this. Like, even though my mind sometimes was like, what are you doing? And what have you done? Um, because it was afraid. It was afraid of what would happen. The fact, you know, and the fact that I didn't have any of the conveniences that I used to have, but then in my heart, it was like, but I'm here for a reason. And there's a reason that you and I followed those steps. And there's a reason that this jungle house came into, came into our life. And it just felt like the right opportunity. And it was those things that helped us trust the process of knowing that there's a part of us that is following some, some path that sometimes we can't always grasp intellectually of where we're going and exactly what's going to happen. But there's a deeper level of trust that we're moving in some direction and it's the right direction. Yeah. It's almost like destiny. That's mm-hmm. what it feels like. But mm-hmm. it's interesting that there's two ways of attacking a situation. You can try to control all the outcomes and have it land exactly how you want, right? Just give or take a few instances, but it can also be done without controlling the outcome. It was a literally, it was, we, we got there and everything every day, day by day, we just invented what we were going to do next. Like we'd try something, it would fail. We'd try something else and it would work or something we didn't think would work ended up working in the end. And it was just a learn as you go. And I feel like I forgot that that can be a part of life. And I feel like a lot of people forget that. I feel like it seems unsafe and it seems dangerous and risky, but the amount you learn about yourself and the amount you learn about life by taking those steps without all that control system in place and without all the safety nets you're used to, that brings me back to the theme of this is where we found out about trust and growth. And it's almost as if um, in Indiana Jones, uh, when he takes a step onto that, that empty cavern and when he steps down with his foot, he has faith and he's stepping on this like invisible bridge and then he takes his next step and his next step. And it's like, if you leap into it, the world will have your back. If you leap into it with full trust, if you don't trust it and you feel like you're going to fail, you will literally manifest failure. Right. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that that path unfolding as you're trusting. So it's like that metaphor, just stepping and then there will be ground there. And there's many of us that have these intuitional feelings or these thoughts of what if, or could I do that one day? Or I have this kind of deep desire to want to do this thing that I've always wanted to do. And then we end up not doing it because the mind says all the reasons why we shouldn't. Um, and there was a part of me that I held on to that piece, even when we did move to Mexico, where I was still working for my corporate job as a safety net. And day by day, I started to get so pulled away from doing that job because there was this other world that I was in that I wanted to experience, 
but I couldn't tether myself to something that was in my old story that I knew deep down I didn't want to be a part of anymore. And it wasn't until I let go of that and I took two feet into the new story where the next piece of the bridge I was walking on started to be put in front of me, Mm -hmm. you know, step by step. It was like, okay, I'm kind of getting my bearings here. I have no idea what I'm doing. And perhaps that's not the purpose. The purpose is to follow that feeling. And that's where creativity comes from, right? From a fresh canvas. Yeah. And after spending my entire life not operating in a creative way, it was frightening. Yeah. And there were just as many signs to quit as there were to keep going. And we decided to keep going. We decided to pull that golden thread and unravel this choice of, of perception of just switching our perception and to keep having faith in the adventure. Yeah. There will always be reasons why not to do something, but then there will always be reasons why we should. There will be always be the reasons why we should take the risk on ourselves. But like you said, it really just comes down to what do we wish to focus on? And if we want to have a life of inner freedom, if we want to discover what our gift is and live a life of deep purpose and meaning, then we're going to have to make different decisions and those different decisions come with change and it comes with discomfort. And that ultimately is inescapable. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to change 1% of your life, do 1% something different. But if you want to change 50%, you have to change 50%. Like it, it has to be in alignment and it has to be the teamwork with it. Um, so to switch gears a little bit, how, how did you perceive coming back to Canada was going to feel like? I was excited to come back and almost just kind of see how the growth manifests back in the childhood home that I grew up in. I moved, we moved back in with my parents just for a month, just to land here and being in the house that I grew up in, I'll be honest, was quite challenging. It was because it brought up so many of the different emotions. And of course, being in family can sometimes be a challenge because you, you realize, oh, I'm that way because of that. And you're more aware of things. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it was a beautiful opportunity to kind of come back and just embody the wisdom that you and I have cultivated over the past year in hopes that it might inspire anyone that we come across to make a new decision or to make a, a change in their life. Yeah, I, I I love that. And I thought there was a small part of me that thought maybe coming back to Canada would show signs that it wanted me to stay. Mm. But in place of that, I ended up f- witnessing a beautiful goodbye in the form of everyone is having their own adventure, whether it's traveling, starting a business, creating a family, getting married. So it's nice to have stopped in, checked in, had some laughs, sprinkle a little microdosing here and there. Mm-hmm. And to, to understand that it's good to leave on a high note. And we did that in Mexico. And then coming back here, I realized we did that. We left at the right time here. Like everyone's starting to change into their new versions of themselves, right? The thirties is it's not old. This is like a, this is where people start reinventing themselves and touching with what they actually want to do with their life. Right. The twenties are just chaotic and you do whatever the hell you want. You work wherever you want. Um, but dropping back into this, this, this beautiful city that we're, I think I lived here for 10 years mm-hmm. almost walking into the places. I thought I'd be more excited, but it was almost like a shadow of myself. And I went, Oh, it's because not, I overstayed my welcome in a, in a negative way, but it's like, Oh, my place isn't here anymore. Like 
there might be some new restaurants or might be some new things that are popping up, but the actual feeling of rooting myself here, it, it came pretty, pretty, uh, pretty clear that my, my next move is, is to keep going. And Mm -hmm. I felt like Frodo in Lord of the Rings, like at the end of the return of the King, when everyone is reunited with their, their home, but Frodo's home is always, and always has been the adventure which is sad and beautiful at the same time. And even though we're still going to stay connected with all our friends and, and stuff here, and we will probably meet up with them on adventures or have them come visit us or online gaming. <laughs> um, it's one of those in-between stages where everyone is slowly coming into their own. And I think it's, it's a beautiful next step of the metamorphosis and we have to just accept it. Yeah. Well said. I, there was something too that really surprised me when we came back and I, our time that we spent in Mexico, I connected deeper with myself. And I think coming back here, I had that conversation with myself of how can I deepen relationships that I had here in a different way that I didn't do or had before we left. And I think it was just a beautiful opportunity to say, if I'm more connected with myself, why don't I allow this to be something where I can ask deeper questions or try and cultivate deeper connections with people that I've even been friends with for a long time. But it was so beautiful because the minute that those conversations opened up, there was a deeper side to them that revealed itself. And then all of a sudden this connection, which was once a good friendship, just deepened even more. And that was something that surprised me. Yeah. It was like coming back and just listening. Mm-hmm. and seeing everyone i just uh, i just love i love the boys it was it was so nice to see them mature over a year and to see their their new paths that they're taking so as we close this chapter and open up a new one what are you most excited about oh, i'm excited about not the plane not the airports <laughs> but i'm excited for this this new adventure again and stepping into the unknown but now having a little more of a toolkit, not that I'm going to be able to control the outcome, but that I understand the process and that I understand this means I get to dive deeper into my practices. This means we're evolving. This means we're going to be trying new plant medicines in more traditional ceremonial settings. This means we're going to be meeting new and beautiful people, you know, um, and we don't know if we're going to buy a home there yet we don't know if we're gonna possibly work at a facility you know there's there's so much open-endedness that but now with actual opportunities laid out in front of us so it's kind of like we did the first thing by being very bold and brave and stepping into a field which is a very new unique field especially for a landscape that is technically still illegal but being able to be not on the front lines, but on the front lines of the third wave of this coming out and seeing the beautiful transformation and just to be a part of that and have that actually be our lives and not knowing what country we're going to live in is just, I'm excited and I have to understand that the anxiety I'm feeling is also the good butterflies, Mm -hmm. right? So this can be a roller coaster. Yeah. I still have moments where I wonder when I'm going to wake up from the dream, right? Mm -hmm. There's a part of me that's still like, no, you're supposed to be working in your corporate job 40 hours a week under the guidelines of someone else. And that's where it's safe and it's comfortable. But my heart, that feeling of like, 
absolutely not. Would I ever want to go back to that? And there's nothing wrong with that. But for me and the path that I'm on, I know that's not what I want. But still, there's not like a set protocol on like how to live the entrepreneurial life and how to like discover your gift and live from purpose. There's no like manual, manual or tool book to, with all the steps and tools on how to do it. It's really much just every day we wake up and we have to figure out from a blank canvas what we want to create today and how we want to show up because really there's infinite possibilities of how one thing could be done. And instead of a company relying on us, it's now individual people relying on us to show up, which is beautiful. And seeing that change and that transformation in them is almost the payment in itself, which is something that's making us rewire our minds about money. There's a very specific reason that you and I are doing this work and we're not specific business coaches because I feel like people in order to discover your gift and your purpose and ultimately what you, what you want to do and how you want to be of service stems to a deeper root of you discovering who you are. And it starts with that. And then from that, it flowers and blossoms into the possibilities of what you could do with your life. And that's really the work that you and I focus on is supporting clients and discovering what their hidden gift is and how they might start following their intuition. Yeah. And with us, it's no, it's no secret that plant medicine is the thing that gave us the kick to, to get out the door and to explore. It's the thing that opened us up to spirituality. It's the thing that opened us up to adventure and to writing a new chapter in our lives and supporting each other through this. And this is what we're trying to do with our business is to turn around and give those opportunities to others, but with a proper foundational setting. So that's literally what you and me are doing. This one-on-one coaching with larger dose experiences to get people educated on how to properly use these substances and how to integrate afterwards, how to now put this into your life. Like it doesn't need to be a drastic change as in like moving the country and quitting your job and stuff, but you can, and you are allowed to drastically change your life. And sometimes these medicines is the thing we need to unlock that ability and, and to understand that we do deserve that. Yeah. These were the catalyst to not, like you said, not only the spiritual growth, but the personal and the professional that without my work with these medicines, I wouldn't have been opened up to the idea that I could live life in a completely different way and step outside of the matrix and really connect with myself in a way where I start to question is what I'm doing, what I really want. And if it's not, then what do I really want? Yeah. And it's important to ask ourselves those questions and to give ourselves personal time away from absolutely everybody. Even if it's a few minutes to talk to yourself about, am I really happy? What are some things I can choose to change? Are there other people living a way that I want to live? Should I reach out to them and ask what they're doing? Like, it's okay. We should all be this big helping body. Right. And our next, I'm excited for our next set of podcast episodes Mm -hmm. because we're going to be, you, you and I have been, our main medicine of focus has been psilocybin. That's been our like five, six year deep, deep, deep dive. LSD, a few other types, but we have yet to try ayahuasca. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be a place now where we can start upping it and stepping into these 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 more intense situations and 
I'm excited to report on those with the podcast. We're going to have some guests on. We've already had some offers through emails, which is, which is exciting. And before we end this, I kind of wanted to just throw in a little side note of thank you for everybody who's been listening to our podcast, the views, the downloads, the, the ratings and the feedback has been amazing, which is going to actually allow us to now add ads into our podcast, which will be able to allow us to grow that even more so on the side. And I kind of wanted to just put out that you and me are working individually one-on-one with clients to prep them and the integration afterwards with a large macrodose of medicine. And I'm doing a men's microdosing group. It's once a week, every six weeks, and you are going to be releasing a female version of that, which is beautiful. Yeah, I think there's a huge need for for the feminine to reconnect. You know, when we think about the work that women used to be involved in, in psychedelics, in, in the history and in, in our past, it's been, it's been exiled. It's been diminished. And I feel there's a lot of women who have this desire to be part of a community of other sisters who are walking this deep, devoted path. And I want to open up the space for us to come together, for us to share, for us not to be in competition, but in in a container that we share openly and vulnerably about where we're at and the things that we're going through and the fears and the struggles. Because I think that we need each other and we each have a beautiful piece of wisdom, regardless of where you are on the path, that others need to hear. And that every single female out there has a voice that is so utterly powerful that if they would just allow themselves to tap into that inner being and what could happen on the other side of that would be incredible. And so with that, we just want to thank you guys for listening and tuning in and sharing your support. It truly does mean the world to us. And we just want to continue building and supporting more people who are on the path and who are ready to journey deeper with the medicine. And with that, if anybody has any questions or wants to be pointed in a direction on how to start or to get involved or to even start dipping your toes into this realm of change and plant medicine and the beauty that we're talking about, feel free to reach out to Nichelle or I at, at any time, even if we have to book a quick call and discuss some things. So we are going to be off this podcast for about two weeks, maybe a few days longer to settle into Costa Rica and to do this little move here. But we are going to dive in deeper this year and deeper in this season and report back and try to interest and pull other people in. So thank you for listening. This has been a fun, what I thought was just going to be a little experiment and it ended up taking off quite well. So I just want to say thank you for allowing at least myself to be vulnerable and to get my voice out there, which is, which is a scary step in itself. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. It truly has been an incredible journey thus far. See you next season. See you next season. Thanks for listening. And remember, sometimes the change we seek comes with the greatest resistance. And if today's episode resonated with you, please subscribe, share, and leave a review. Your support helps us on our journey. And if you're interested in one-on-one coaching, psychedelic integration, or have any questions on these topics, please feel free to connect with us on Instagram or visit our websites. The links are in the show notes. Let's keep the mystery alive. See you next week.